Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Not unstoppable too... on a Friday. I don't know about that. We'll see. Is there? It's the immovable object versus <laughs> the unstoppable Aidan and Donnelly coming together. Aidan, let's start with the story that broke overnight. Uh, it didn't make the physical papers because it broke too late. The crypto king looks as if he's going to jail. I think it is, and I and I suppose re, in in reality, this is hardly a surprise. It, it, it it's been you know it's been a lot. It's been a month long trial, and every every seemingly every legal decision that could go against him has gone against him. So he has been found guilty on seven counts of fraud. Just to remind Just those we're talking Bankman about, Freed, yeah, yeah, Sam Bankman-Fried, yeah. Yeah, Sam Bankman-Fried. So for people who don't know, he he basically committed a massive fraud that led to the collapse of his his FTX exchange, which was a cryptocurrency exchange. Um, as I said, it's a month long trial um, that has that has been going on, and I suppose the interesting part about this is that it ultimately ended up um, with him being pitted against some of his closest friends uh, because they've all pleaded and uh, done a plea deal and uh, basically have given evidence against him in order to try to reduce their own sentence but it's looking like he could be going down there for 20 years um, uh, as a result of of, of being found guilty and he's a pretty young man I can Mm. see the Hollywood producers already looking at this script because he became a billionaire in his 20s still didn't get time for a haircut and now he, he, ha- he has one now. He, he has, has one, one now. now, and he might be in an orange jumpsuit pretty soon. It is an unbelievable life story, no doubt about it. And and look, I do think you know it. It, it was you know of the time, and and he he was at you know uh, NFL games, Super Bowl games. He had people like Brady on his on uh, doing adverts for him for him to try to convince people to start trading uh, cryptocurrencies on his exchange. It really was a a a you know hero to zero in in a very short period of time. Yeah, and we don't know whether he'll appeal, um, but his team uh, say that we are very disappointed with the result. Mr. Bankman-Fried maintains his innocence and will continue to vigorously fight the charges against him, which sounds like fighting like a, an appeal. Like an coming, appeal. Yeah. Um, uh, certainly, um, it, 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 the legal wranglings probably aren't over, but that is a notable story that has broken overnight. Now, uh, back home to slightly more mundane things, Barry O'Halloran in the Irish Times has a story about pylons. Yeah, this is the the story. Obviously, there's the big um, project by AirGrid, the the North-South interconnector. And obviously, it's connecting massive um, uh, power lines between Meath and Tyrone. And what this this thing has been dogged by protests and legal challenges uh, since since 2007, when it was first conceived. But what they're thinking of now is that AirGrid may be offering landowners €50,000 for each pylon that they allow onto their land and also then a further payment um, of around the same for for the the wires that go over the um over your land as well and really it's 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 because of this the nature of this is over three counties it these are probably three key counties it, it it'll account for about 103 kilometers of the 138 uh, kilometer interconnector um so it's just a key part of it. So I suppose having gone on since 2007, it is an absolutely essential part of the um, the national grid 
future plan in terms of trying to get uh, get power through and also potentially could be very positive for industry in, in the northeast uh, of the country because you get good, strong, uh, continuous power going through there. Um, but, you know, that hasn't stopped the, the, the project being, as I said, dogged since uh, 2007 when it was started. Yeah, um, this is part, of course, of the all-island uh, electricity grid, uh, which will hopefully be able to tap into energy from the UK uh, and especially Scotland and Northern Ireland if we don't have enough renewable energy happening down south uh, and vice versa, of course. We get a load of wind yeah. from the Atlantic. We can send it up north as well. Um, if I had a field that I wasn't using, €50,000 sounds like a, a decent amount of money and to be paid for the lines to go overhead in a field that you're not yeah. using either. Anyway, Philip Ryan in the Irish Independent has a story about the big OECD tax deal. Yeah, this this shouldn't really come as a surprise, given how complex this deal it is. Uh, I I would be would have been surprised if it was going to be meet its deadlines in terms of being pay and being signed off. Obviously. Everybody's focusing on the the corporation tax level at fifteen percent for companies with annual revenue over seven hundred and fifty million, but um, this was raised in the Dáil yesterday, uh, and Finance Minister Michael McGrath has dismissed concerns um, that the US is dragging its heels on signing this and is saying that it, it it isn't going to to sign up to it. These are on the back of comments from Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary. Now, what Mr. McGrath was keen to point out was that Janet Yellen's issue was with what was called pillar one of this agreement and not pillar two and pillar two is the one that um relates to the basically the the everybody paying off the 15 percent um corporation tax uh, rate so i I'm, I'm afraid i haven't gone into the full details of pillar one two and beyond on this one so i um i but it does I, as i said it would look to me like the the there's going to be um, several parts that may need to be renegotiated or continue to be negotiated, but that doesn't mean that that, that other parts can't be signed off. Yeah, it is supposed to be up and running by January of next year. Yeah, that's right. The f- Pillar 1 it contains uh, clauses in which uh, income that is earned by especially the technology companies in a country would have to go back to that country where it is earned rather than funneled through countries such as Ireland and Luxembourg and any other places like that. That's pillar one. Pillar two revolves around a kind of a minimum 15% corporation tax rate. That looks as if it's going through. But with the Republicans in charge of the um, House of Representatives in the US and potentially a Republican president uh, in uh, just over a year from now, uh, it's hard to see Pillar One happening that easily, as you say. Now, the Irish Examiner has a story about the biggest company in the world. Yeah, Apple's results last night and uh, they came through uh, slightly better than expected. But I suppose the, the sting here is... Oh, Aiden. Well, the sting was definitely the sting. Anyway, we'll try and get Aidan back. Uh, He was going to talk about the quarterly sales uh, and profit numbers from Apple, which, as I said, is the largest company in the world. They beat analysts' expectations uh, with iPhone sales edging higher. Now, this constantly amazes me that the iPhone sales edge higher and higher and higher. Um, But that's what they continue to do despite an economic slowdown in China. Uh, Are you back with us, Aidan? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, we lost you at the word, the sting in the tail. <laughs> oh, the sting in the tail. Well, the sting in the tail here is that it's now, Apple has now seen four quarters in a row where, where revenue hasn't grown. And I suppose the, the, the key was that many people would have uh, would have hoped 
that this coming quarter coming through, we'd see a reacceleration of growth, and that's not going to be the case. The, the CFO said yesterday that overall sales are going to be pretty similar to, to the, this period last year. A lot of this is down to uh, what's going on in China, and obviously the Chinese government has imposed bans on US technology um, um, in, in workplaces, particularly in, in state places. So that's that's playing into Huawei's hands in terms of uh, giving them a, a greater market share. But the other thing I think that that, that when you look at it, the, the hardware sales, so that be it the phones, be it the Macs, be it, be it the wearables, that's really where we've seen the, the, the most uh, disappointing set of sales. And it's really only the services that, uh, side that have managed to beat, even in this quarter, services were, were more than a billion ahead of, of, of Wall Street expectations. Right. So there's, there, there, there's definitely issues here in terms of, of the, the underlying growth within uh, uh, Apple. And, you know, given the fact that it has been one of the better stocks uh, on the S&P this year, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with the share price over the coming weeks. Thanks very much, Aidan. Have a lovely weekend. The usual skinny dipping in the Atlantic for you? No, flying over the Atlantic, I'm afraid. <laughs> very different. All right, Aidan, have a lovely weekend. That's Aidan Donnelly there from Davies. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.